people would buy it. They would sell their house just to see her. They'll bow down and be like, Taylor! I, I would not sell my house, I'll say that. I saw a TikTok where it was this, it was this one guy. <laughs> no, but it was this one We've guy. Come back. <laughs> We've come We've come to, uh, I wouldn't sell my house. Car. I okay. would give away my car, not my house. That's the that's line I, that's the line I draw. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Young Blood Squared podcast. I'm your host, Jack. I'm Josh. And we're here today with our cousin, Angela. Yay. Welcome to the podcast. I know you've been wanting to join for a Thanks. while. I have. I have. <laughs> um, I'm honored to be the first woman guest. That oh. is true. So. That is true. Now we just history. need a woman guest that isn't our family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. We'll work on that. Yeah. I, we need to talk about Josh's uh, Celsius obsession a little bit yeah, because it's kind of crazy. He's good. He's kinda, like, Dude, every away. single podcast. Literally, yeah, you have it thing. set sometimes right there, which thank you for not thank you for not setting it there for the time being. Now you just did for our uh, listeners. But uh, dude, you're, you What's need to chill on the Celsius. No we, yeah, okay. no, it, honestly, <laughs> sometimes it feels like it's a free promo because when I'm trying to edit the little podcast like thumbnail the the celsius will be right front and center and i'll be like bro it's like the healthiest nice. and cheapest unless they're sponsoring us we can't just do that but anyways uh angela is well can i give like a little description of you yes you give permission all yeah, right go ahead so she's about to be a sophomore at the university of indiana she's majoring in health right well well you switched um, your major it's a little complicated mm -hmm. yes okay uh, well, you're going into like health and fitness, like the nutrition, the, the nutrition route. You're, you're thinking about it right thinking now. Thinking about it. Okay. Yes. But you were coming from the drama, uh, and, uh, theater. drama theater route, right? Yes. Uh, tell us a little bit how it's been in college as a girl in theater, since not a lot of people go through that. It's quite multi-layered. Yeah. Little... Yeah. I mean... That's a loaded question. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, pro the, the program itself, it's like, I ended up just not loving it, which is why I switched. But being a girl, I guess, it's like, it's always hard to meet new people mm -hmm. because especially as a theater major, there's like so many stereotypes. And right. uh, you meet so many people that are exactly like the stereotypes, yeah. respectfully, like the theater is my only thing that I live for and like I'm crazy, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I met a lot of those, but I am not one, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you meet new people, and they're like, oh, what's your major? And I was always, like, embarrassed to mm. say that it's theater because they've already made up their mind about you. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but I'm, <laughs> like, I end up being, like, if I ever meet, like, a guy, I just, right. like, I can't, I can't do it. And they're like, what's your major? And I'm like, it's theater, but, like, I'm cool, I promise. Like, yeah. It's not so, um, but that's why you changed it. Is that no. why? You, is that a driving <laughs> I mean, reason to why you changed it? Not really. Like, I ended up changing it because I just like didn't love the program. Okay, it's kind of like I just didn't really fit in. But you're still doing acapella, right? Yes. Okay. I love acapella. Is it it's... a lot of the same people? Acapella? Yeah, as the theater people. No. Really? Like, there's I'm the only theater major. Well, I'm not a theater major, but I was mm -hmm. the only theater major. There's only um, that's there's only thirteen of us. Interesting. So, but that has been my favorite part of college, I would say. What, acapella? Yes. Okay. That seems it's like Is it, that yeah. because the people you met there or the singing or? Um, it's all of it. It's like, 
a two-in-one combo because it's like all the people are my like greatest friends and then also okay. it's like singing is my biggest passion yeah and so it's been really cool I've learned new things I've started like arranging songs for them and then also one of the girls who um did our beatboxing she just graduated mm-hmm. so I'm learning beatboxing right now so hmm. I can beatbox start going one thing I will add <laughs> one, one thing I will add to save you this since this is the beginning of to the podcast save me. yeah to save you because this is a mistake Josh and I made first or second podcast that we did was we looked at the camera a lot and I noticed oh, that you do that but do that? if you want some Stare tip look it. at the live camera like that would be better because okay. trust me people will come at you in the comments because when Ethan came <laughs> on actually I saw a comment that said Bro keeps looking to the camera. What a clown. I'm like, bro. (laughs) I should have told him. (laughs) No, you're good. I just wanted to warn you ahead of time. Well, no, it's not something that I care about. But, I mean, it is is something that you don't see often. But that's mostly because there's multiple cameras. But with this camera, it's just one. Yeah. I guess that's one thing to point out, but I thought I would save you the. Okay. The. I'm sorry. I'll stop looking. The at comments. You guys. I'll stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, if you want to like look not look at one of us, you can also look at the live camera because that's a little bit off the okay. lens. Yeah, I think I'll it's just, just people get annoyed when they look directly into the lens. I don't know why. I don't know. Okay, okay. I we got a lot of comments yeah, about that so the weird. first couple podcasts. We so did. Weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get it. But like Hang for on. the intro outro, I guess that's okay. But I don't know. Um, okay, okay. But anyways, how long have you been doing singing? I think we kind of have an estimate, but nobody right. on here probably knows. Long I mean, time. Yeah, long, long time. time. Like, since I came out the womb, I guess. I don't know. Like, my my family's pretty musical. Like, yeah. I would say my grandma Adele was, like, the most influential, like, person mm-hmm. that kind of inspired me to, like, go into music. So, like, ever since I can remember, basically. Like, yeah. Well, so if you had to choose, since you're in, since you've done theater and singing for a long time, if you had to choose one, which one would you choose and why? Oh, I just like, I guess if I had to choose, like if I couldn't do one of them ever mm-hmm. again, I would, I would choose singing. Okay. Why is um, that? It's just like, I don't know. It brings me like joy in a way that mm-hmm. like nothing else can. Okay. Even theater? Yeah. Like you seem to have a lot of fun doing like plays. I do. And, like, okay. Performing is like, is amazing. It's but you like, also sing during during your performances too. Right. So, well, so it's I that mean, part of it that's your favorite part. Yeah, not the that acting makes sense. That's, that's why I ever even got into musical theater was the music. The music. Part. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. What would you say since you've been in theater for a long time? You've done a lot of plays. Josh and I have seen a lot of those plays. Uh, what would you say was your favorite play to do, and what was your role in that? Ooh. Like okay. over all time. I have two that I think are tied. So okay. and you saw both That's of fair. them. They were yeah. both my senior year of high school. Okay. So the first one I did, it's called The Play That Goes Wrong. That was hilarious. Yes. I wasn't there. I got to see it on that camera was so though. Funny. Oh, it's, yeah. it's so it's just No, I saw it. I saw it on camera. It's oh, my yeah. favorite. We watched it at you guys' house. On camera's not the same. That's true. So, it's not the same. Okay, so the the play that went wrong, which for the viewers, that's basically a play where quite literally everything goes wrong and that's what it's supposed right. to happen. Yeah. It's like a play Which things a play. actually went wrong with them going know. wrong, I remember. <laughs> but you can't notice. Yeah. Right. What was it? It Was it something that something you broke. did or something um, broke? Yeah, or? there were a few things that broke. Like yeah. one of the paintings like fell off the wall into water. Yeah. Because um, someone like had spilled a glass earlier. Um, but we, you know, we always saved it. Um Somehow. And it was a lot of fun. I played Sandra, so like if any, if there's any like theater buffs out there, mm-hmm. that's like amazing, an mm-hmm. amazing role because yeah. you get like 
hit by a door multiple times. You get, like, dragged through a window sill. It's that was so funny. Like, no, I mean, that's the thing is, though, even if, not, even if things break, even if your lines mess up, People are expecting it, like yeah. so. Like it's not noticeable. You could literally screw up an entire line, but people will be like, "Ah, oh, that's a part right. of the play." Yeah, that's as probably like the recover. easiest. <laughs> yeah, as long as I mean, you don't even have to recover. It's that's called true. the play that went wrong. That's so true. if you, you if you don't recover, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Make up some something or other. So what was your other play that came tied with it? Greece. Greece. Okay, Greece so we did fun. see that. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? So what role did you play in that? I played Frenchie. Okay, so, I do remember that, but I forgot the name. Yes. So, like, in theater, you generally have, like, a type cast. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and it's basically, like, just, you know, what kind of roles you typically cast as. And mine is essentially, like, dumb idiot, like, supporting yeah. character, which I love. You know, <laughs> it's, like, the comedic relief. That's but, right. So, anyways. Yeah, but Frenchie was fun. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, so, one thing that I know you've been wanting to talk about, and I thought that would be a good thing to talk about because it's kind of very, very popular right now. Uh, and you know what I'm leading towards. Uh, Taylor I Swift. Uh, <laughs> Everything that every single girl... I don't know if we have a lot of girl watchers on this podcast, but... Hope not. Uh, oh. No, because we're going to get flamed because she's going to be like... Hyping up Taylor Swift. What do you mean? Girls know. love Taylor Swift, <laughs> yeah. so why exactly. wouldn't they be glad that she's hyping her up? Because I'm not going to hype her up. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, like, okay. <laughs> back in the day, Taylor Swift was back crazy. Back in the day. Back that in the was day. Back in, back the in day. those elementary school days. That was back different in 2010, times. 2011. Oh, man. Different times. And now it's kind of like, I don't know. Uh... I'm surprised no, she's still singing. Honestly, when I started hearing about the concert, <laughs> it was very surprised. It's kind of like how Big Time Rush is still performing. They, still like, bro, they, they were at their time. Like, they were they were amazing. I used to watch their show all the time. But you wouldn't expect them to still be doing shows after all these years. Because you feel like you were a little kid when you'd watch them. And you're like, oh, they're older now. They're not still doing performances. It's what I thought of Taylor Swift before, like, this year <laughs> with all of her concerts. I mean, she kind of has stayed under the radar through COVID, but yeah. in a way of, like, her Maybe fans have not, like, you know, her fans have always been there. They're always right. out but there. That's, that's, yes. that's for sure. <laughs> They're, They're very committed. <laughs> yeah. Almost like a cult. Almost creepily. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, stop the Taylor Swift slander. Let's put on the, the demon. Oh. <laughs> what, what do you want me to say? Uh, what do you want Taylor me to say? Like, Imitate the fans. <laughs> I love Taylor Swift. She's my god. I will worship her forever. That's basically yeah. the fans. That's basically the fans. Oh, That's nice. it. oh come on. That's oh what my I god. see. Okay, Taylor Swift fans, the nicest fandom. Until of you all insult time. Taylor Swift. Yeah, once you insult Taylor Swift, how dare you? She's my goddess. Okay, but you're insulting Taylor Swift left and right, and I'm here. I'm not insulting her. So, I used to be a huge fan of her, but the thing is, I feel like it's just past that time. Like, like, sure, she's still selling out performances, but that's because yeah. she's so nostalgic. That's it's true. the nostalgia factor of her being yeah. along around for so long. I think that's it. See, Angela, she's still I, a good I think, singer. I think you're a tier two fan. She's still a great you're singer. Not, Don't you, get me wrong. Once you reach tier three, <laughs> that's when like you go to a mental asylum. I think that's it's just. <laughs> I think it's just Enough. creepy how obsessed her fans are with her. Because I, I guarantee you, you're not gonna find a more committed yeah. and obsessed fan base around any other artist, and it's very well deserved. 
but it's still creepy. <laughs> it's, like, uh, it's very obsessive. It's a little It's odd. not Taylor Swift's fault. <laughs> it's girls' fault. It's girls' fault. It, I don't I mean, even I get guess, why there's like but... such a... Why is that attraction so strong? It's okay. Great. Like, why is her thing unique in comparison to Good other question. artists? Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. I think that Taylor Swift is one of the best lyricists okay. of all time, basically. And a lot of people just don't know this because it's like you look at all her, like, radio hits that most people know of these mm -hmm. days. Like, oh, like, Shake It Off or, like, Antihero. And those are some of, like, the worst written songs, in my opinion, of hers. That's fair. Jeez. I'm just like from a lyrical, from a lyrical standpoint. Yeah, from a lyrical standpoint, and it's because those are like meant to be radio hits. But there are some that just are amazing. Like you guys probably haven't seen it, but there's a trend on TikTok where people will go around like interviewing other people, and they'll say like Taylor Swift or Shakespeare, and oh. they will like. like oh, you know, I haven't lines. seen that, but I have seen, seen people do similar stuff to that with other artists. Yeah, it's just like amazing, and maybe it's because like I was always one of those like English bitches in your English class that like when we would like analyze like mm -hmm. lyrics You're to a song it. or like a play, I'd be like. Ooh, like this is fun because I'm yeah, always that person where it's like I'll look up the lyrics and figure out what every metaphor means. See, I but would like, like poetry. I like I like doing poetry analyzation back in English. See, it's like similar. You're, you, know? you were a nerd. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> beautiful. I'm gonna it's pull art. up some of the best Taylor Swift song okay. like, lyrics in yeah. my opinion. All okay, right. there's a song off her folklore album called Folk. "The Lakes," and yeah, okay, so basically exactly. during COVID, she wrote two albums, Folklore and Evermore, and they were basically from a complete standpoint of, like, storytelling. Mm -hmm. So, like, in the Folklore album, there's, like, she created, like, a teenage fictional love triangle okay. between, like, Augustine, Betty, and... I forgot. Um, another person's... Um, James. Okay. And it's basically... So, Betty um, is with... James, mm -hmm. they're together, but James cheats on Betty with someone named Augustine, and so you have each a song from each of their perspectives. Okay. So James is like wanting Betty back. Betty is like talking about, you know, whatever. This and is some meta stuff. This and there's a song. There's a song called August that it's like all about basically being the like mistress and not knowing and like okay. being in love with this guy. That's crazy. It's like she has created, <laughs> she created a world. Yeah. A whole a, world. A TCU. And, like you don't see anybody else doing the that. Taylor like, Cinematic I universe. mean also she's had a long time to do that. <laughs> okay, but like okay. Anyway. no one else stays relevant that long. The, okay, listen. That's so true. That's lore. so true. Okay. You do have to give her credit for staying relevant for this yeah. long. That's so true. Okay, listen to this song. It's literally poetry. Okay. While I bathe in cliffside pools with my calamitous love and insurmountable grief, take me to the lakes where all the poets went to die. It's such a good song. Like, I mean, that's a that's good cool. line for sure, yeah. It's, it's just, just like, I'll no give one you, knows. Okay, so you think it's, I'll give I think you it's just because like, we're saying it raw on a podcast. Is, it sounds so cringy. Yeah. Well, but no, it is a I good line. It's a good line. I think, you know, you can see there is point to be made, yes, like really good lyricist, really good at writing, all that, especially in comparison to a lot of other people in the modern pop industry. But it's still, in my opinion, is like odd that despite like yeah being a good artist in that sense, the fandom being like so obsessed. Like you don't see like people that are super hardcore into poets. Like whether I, I forgot some of their names, but like people aren't super into Shakespeare. But like there's some other ones. But um like like why why is it warrant like like kind of like we talked about like, the obsessive ones. They're like kind of 
like almost like violent. It's okay, weird. Okay. I, I can explain this. Okay, so it's odd. I saw this TikTok where I thought a girl explained it like perfectly of like explaining the Taylor Swift fandom to guys. Mm-hmm. So basically picture this. Picture your like all time favorite sports team ever. Okay. You know, people will pay like thousands of dollars to go see this sports team and mm-hmm. get good seats, right? Mm-hmm. It's like that's you know what you do for guys. Now picture you've been watching the same exact sports team since you were like five years old nothing has changed none of the players you like love them you get all their merch whatever you go see their games you would pay thousands of dollars it's like that's what taylor swift is for like most people especially Mm -hmm. girls it's like i remember when i was like eight years old and i was listening to like her second and third albums Mm -hmm. on my ipod like it's the nostalgia effect but also it's like i've grown up with her and i think that she is one of the only artists ever who has like captured exactly what it's like growing up especially as a girl Mm -hmm. because it's like i listen to like her third album i'm the same age as she was when she wrote it yeah and it's like amazing because i listen to her first and her second and her third and like you just keep going and you can like listen to someone like growing in their music, and mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just well, like... Well, see, I mean, you could make, like, the analogy, like, take it that step where it's, like, you see some sports fans and they lose a game and they start burning stuff. Yeah. Like, no. But <laughs> yeah. to me, that's still weird. So I guess, no, like, yeah. I guess I did never think about that analogy, though, that, that there is an analogous position on the sports side of it outside the music side. I think it's right. more of that... But, it is, uh, but it's still weird. The way that guys express their obsession Burning versus things. girls, girls, like, will scream and, like, cry, and then, you know, us guys, we're like, we'll burn what, what are they doing? And they'll, then they'll girls are probably like, what are they doing? Exactly. Why That's are they burning? Well, yeah, yeah like, but the sports fans, sense. like, you know, burn a car, flip over something. Yeah. <laughs> but also that's because some of them are involved with money. Some of I them guess. do sports betting, and then they lose thousands of dollars. Yeah. Taylor Swift, you're not losing I thousands. Guess it's probably just Unless like, you're betting yeah. on her having a voice crack. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just because in, in the music industry, you don't like that's like a very like I feel like her situation with her fans is kind of an isolated thing. Whereas in sports, like everyone, like there's multiple sports teams where people are like super obsessive and yeah, but. So that's, that's probably true. why like we look at it so weird because well, you don't see it anywhere else. It's and kinda, so that's the part of me that kind of wonders why like why but is it because like she has that nostalgia thing like we like like they're growing up with it whereas other artists haven't had that like opportunity with their fans to know them since they were like 10 years old. Yeah. Is it is it just because she's been around that long that that's why she has a a unique relationship with her fans? I don't think that's it. Sorry, I'll, I'll let ahead. you go after this, but uh, I don't think that's it. I think it's just the nostalgia. The well, fact that she's been around for so long and you can relate to your childhood, that's why you're so deeply connected with her. I mean, it's, yeah, but I think also just she hasn't lost her re- her relevance, and mm-hmm. that's something that, like, you know, everything that happens for most artists, but, like, yeah. you also look at these people like Elton John, who has yeah. never lost his relevance. Like, yeah. he's still making music. Yeah. Um, Really? And another thing, yes, he's that. he's. I think he's made songs with like Dua Lipa. I don't know. I That's don't really like, listen to it, but it's like mm-hmm. those are two he different can still brands. Put that stuff I, I'm <laughs> not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I thought Elton John was dead. Oh, I'm not kidding. Well, I, I don't know. He seems like one I of those guys that would be like, I mean, like fair. Elvis. Like he's kind of like. Well, he was I back feel like in the he'd day. be comparable to Elvis. Yeah, like he's back 80s, in the day, eighties type of thing. Like Michael Jackson, Elvis. A lot of those guys are dead. So it's like, oh, yeah, they died then you young. just expect, oh, like a lot of artists like that are dead. Like Elton John, he's like such a legend, but you know maybe he's not around anymore. 
the biggest Except legends you expect not to be around, I feel like. That's I possible. guess, but Taylor Swift is still living. Exactly. So. Well, yeah, she's only like 33. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give her time. 40. That's all I'm no, saying. No, she's like 33, 34, <laughs> okay, right? Okay, here's another good thing earlier. that I would like to point out. Uh -huh. um, Taylor Swift, I'm just saying, I think she's a great role model. You know, you look at like all these people. Okay, I'm a big so Ariana Grande fan. <laughs> I love Ariana Grande's music. Oh, yeah, she's hot. But is she? Okay, <laughs> but okay, is she a great role model for like kids? I would not say so. Taylor personally. or Ariana? Ariana Grande. Okay. No, Taylor Swift. Not. She's not out here like I don't know doing drugs. How do you know? She's, you know that. I mean, I guess I don't. The thing know, is, but it's we like, never know what's going on behind the scenes with celebrities. Okay, but well, usually it comes to I, light, though. People support. That's true. Okay, I'm I'm coming for you right now. But <laughs> Juice <laughs> World, okay. Uh huh. You yeah. would never look at him and be like, oh, hey. he's a no. Good I don't think he's a role <laughs> model, <soon>. but <laughs> Juice World. <laughs> oh, I forgot he's that up. Let's not remind <laughs> her that all girls are the same. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, the thing is with Juice World, he wasn't, I wouldn't see him as a role model, but I never, I would always say, I don't follow his lyrics. I follow like the tone and like the vibe of the music. Right, I get it. Like, that's the thing is like, that's why I like Juice World a lot. That's why I like Post Malone, Rod Wave. I never listen to their real lyrics. It's more of like the vibe and like the beat. I listen to music for the beat, I would say. Like, mm -hmm. I don't care how good the lyrics are. Sometimes I do. But if the beat's good, that's all that matters the to me. The beat and the lyrics usually kind of go hand in hand, though. If you have bad they lyrics, do. it's not going to mesh well with your brain. But it doesn't I mean, mean that the lyrics yeah. have to, like, you have to listen to the lyrics. You yeah, know? I kind of yeah. well, get it. Yeah. yeah. There's, but like, there's levels of listening. Not. Exactly. Levels of listening, for sure. Yeah. But yeah. I'm I mean, just that's why I'm a fan of Juice World is because, like, the, the beat and stuff. And, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm still sad that he's gone. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's chilling with Tupac island. on an island. You never know. The, uh -huh. um, but so, so you what? What specifically about Taylor that she does do? Not that she like maybe doesn't do. Makes mm. her girl good role model. Something that she takes action on that you say other people should take action on as well. Um, not just like well, she doesn't do drugs. Hopefully, but, but like, what does she do? Hopefully, <laughs> I mean, I think that. Like, I know you guys have actually talked about this in uh, in another podcast because mm -hmm. I'm a listener. Um, Number one fan. Yes. <laughs> but um, uh, it was like Oswan North, I think. Yeah. And yeah. you guys were talking about, like, listening to music and just wanting the music. Personally, I am a fan that she as like, she has such a big platform and mm. she uses it to talk about issues. And it's like... Even if I, like, listen to an artist an artist, and, like, I hear them talking about, like, political issues and stuff, and I don't necessarily agree with their views, mm -hmm. I still think it's, like, admirable that they're, like, using their platform to speak mm -hmm. out about something. Like, she's been very adamant about, like, LGBTQ rights. Like, and in mm -hmm. her songs, too, it's, like, um, just, like, connecting with that fan base. Um, and also, she does a great job connecting with her fan base in general. Like, she'll have these things um, at her house. They're, like, secret little listening parties where she'll, like, invite, like, some of her biggest fans. Yeah. Like, to come to her house, and she'll, like, play the album for them before it comes out. And she does meet and greets all the time. Like, she'll do surprises, like, for one of her, I think for her, like, Shake It Off music video, she, like, invited a bunch of fans to, like, come to the set, and they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. And then she shows up. And she's like, you're going to be in my music video. Yeah. Like, I just think she's great at, like, 
even though she has like the biggest fan base, mm-hmm. she like connects with her fans. So that's why they're so committed. Maybe, maybe that's I mean, why maybe. they're so obsessed. They think back to that time they got invited to her house and they're like, "How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> she gave me a true. gift bag. <laughs> I remember that gift bag." <laughs> Great um, candle in there or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one other thing that I do think is awesome about Taylor Swift. Because um, I, okay, even though I've listened to her since I was a kid, mm-hmm. I was never, like, a diehard fan until I went to college and I met, like, some of my friends that mm-hmm. are, like, diehard fans. I just, like, fell into a rabbit hole because <laughs> once you, like, like know what Taylor Swift's, like, lyrics and stuff, you just, like, fall down deep. And I'm, like, yeah, um, like- because here. Okay, just listen to to my point. Okay, Um, she does these things called Easter eggs. And, um, like, people will call her, like, the queen of Easter eggs because what she'll do is Mm -hmm. she will, like, hint at, like, future, like, things that she's going to drop or, like, release in, like, her music videos, like, in her clothing. And she's, like, very well known for doing this stuff. Like, it used to... um, Back when she was selling, like, CDs, like, in her first few albums, she would, like, put, um, like, in the CD jackets, Mm -hmm. she would, like, capitalize certain letters. And if you, like, spelled them all out, it would, like, spell out a secret code. And so ever since then, in her career, she's, like, found out ways to do that. And, like... Her fans get to like play along. Classic Freemason move, right? Yeah, there. <laughs> that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> no, but it's cool. If you win though. it, then you get to go to their lair <laughs> to see what's going on. Speaking about Taylor Swift, you did yes. go to the Taylor Swift concert. What would you call it? The Eras Tour. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. Yes. So what how was that? Was that? Oh, like I saw a lot of girls. Huh? Was that was it? What's Eras like? What? It's like you know, like an era is like a period of time. People will call oh, like, oh, yeah, like people that. will call her um, different albums like eras, basically. Sounds right. Like a, okay. Yeah. Sounds like, like a, you definitely any... heard people be like, "Oh, I'm in my Speak Now era," like you know. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. Anyway. So <laughs> she called it that. It was so good, um, and getting tickets was impossible. I bet. Like I was basically the only person out of all my friends that even got tickets. So how'd you pull it off? So, okay, basically what they do is um, you sign up for pre-sale. And then even after you sign up for pre-sale, only some people will get a code. Oh, wow. Um, So I was a lucky person that got a code. And then once you get the code, you have to sit in the waiting room at a certain time. And then most people, even though they got a pre-sale code, they got kicked out. Of the waiting room because it was like it literally like killed Ticketmaster. It was so many I remember people that. trying wow. to get tickets. Um, but so I, um, it was during a school day. I like skipped all my classes and just sat in the queue. And I got tickets and literally it was so stressful. Like once I got through to the like when you pick your seats, I like literally blacked out. I was like, oh my god, I can't spend more than like two hundred dollars. <laughs> and I just picked two and I was like, I'm done. I'm yeah. done. Um, so I paid one fifty. For each ticket, yeah, which is not bad at all because um, once like resale people got a hold of those tickets. I'm surprised it was that cheap. She could have run up that number yeah, to but where thousands. Was the seat? It was like not yeah, the that's... highest bowl, but it was it was up okay. there. But honestly, like imagine you get down to low, it's probably like two, three grand. Oh yeah, <laughs> for more sure. than like, that. One of my friends, he sat on the floor and like just a few rows to yeah. her, and it was like. A few thousand dollars. Why would you ever spend I mean, that amount of money? What did he? Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what does he do for a job? 
Um, He's unemployed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I know this. Life saving. No, you've already ruined it. If it wasn't CEO or uh, like, well, he, sells like he sells private jets. He sells private jets. Friends, like okay, well, exactly. But so man, where did you get the money? Thousands. To do that? I mean, I don't for know, like a respect. few hours out of listening to a music that you've already heard. Guys, it was so good. Like you don't understand. I would have no. paid like triple what I paid to still. That's see. what four fifty. Yeah. That's not thousands. Yeah, you're missing okay, a zero. Well, <laughs> hey, I don't even have that much in my bank account. So, so exactly. So you could either we're gonna compare. You could either go to like Whistler Ski Resort for a week in Canada and ski on like mountains that are thousands of feet high all day every day, or you go to Taylor Swift concert for a few that hours. That depends if you like skiing. Okay. Either one. Or, it doesn't or, matter. Or, or you go to like Bora Bora no, for no, like no. three months. You go to you go to Europe and travel for about a month and yeah. go to every single country. Or you go to Taylor Swift for the night. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah, like I know you guys aren't gonna get it, but no. like it was so No no, no. Like, it's not like so it's not good. it's not the fact of like it it's not her, being good. It's that I wouldn't pay that for anybody. That's a lot of money for a concert. That's well, the I problem. mean, you're looking at the person who got one of the like worst seats. Exactly. Yeah. Hippies, no, no, no. Like. I get like we're not talking about you. We're talking about this this one of your friends that spent thousands <laughs> of dollars. I feel so bad. He's probably gonna like watch this. <laughs> hey, bro. I get it if you're rich. But why? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> They're just men. They don't understand. Okay. He's no, a man. He's a man. Yeah. He's a man. <laughs> if you're watching, they don't get it. Okay. Yeah, you're right. But there's no way man. to get it. <laughs> he's a man. We're men. It's but like how many different no, ways no, you it's spend like, thousands. Of I get, it, get, it, get it. I get it. You're spending 150, 100%. I would do the same for a Post Malone concert or if Juice World was still alive, 100%. I still wouldn't spend thousands of dollars because at the end of the day, I can listen to them for free on Apple Music. <laughs> I mean, it's like but I, uh, yeah, it's I it's it. an experience. I get that, but I I I I can't comprehend unless I'm rich, spending thousands of dollars to watch a concert. That's well, then funny. again, linking it back to our sports analogy, there are people that spend thousands to sit front row. That's true. And, they don't get and that's what I also exactly. don't understand Yeah, either. exactly. Yeah, so there's something, there's something the same mentally between these two groups of people. Well, unless you're rich. Unless you're, like, sponsored yeah. or rich or something like that. But a lot of people that do that aren't rich. The people that are right. rich are, like, that's like true. football games go up to those whatever, um, you know, like, yeah. room private room stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like that I could see, because that's, like, usually used for business meetings. And exactly. Stuff. Yeah. It's like the people that spend thousands to sit front row either a Taylor Swift concert or a sports game, I don't understand the mentality. There's something off. I don't. I don't get it. That's I mean, what I'm saying, though. That's I how mean, you Something's sti- different. That's how you Double keep people stiller. below the poverty line. Huh? What? Provide them entertainment. Oh. <laughs> that's always been like a, a yeah. theory, and here goes my theories, is that I, I think this is this has a lot of truth to it, though, is that... No, it's that, like, <laughs> higher powers want to keep people below the poverty line. How do you do that? Provide them entertainment that they can be obsessed with and spend thousands of dollars on it. We're, I mean, it's, it's still p- making Romans. people happy, but it's giving them to spend, like, giving people to uh, a reason to spend most of their money in that circumstance where they have not that much money, but they spend most of it to have this experience that's in the entertainment industry, which, I mean, I understand but it is a little bit of a trickery thing because really, at the end of the day, are the tickets worth that much money? They are. No, 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 no. no. I'm <laughs> saying like, like they're worth money. Yeah. But 3, would a front row Taylor Swift ticket be worth $10,000 if you're like a college student that's still trying to pay off your college debt? Uh, is it worth no, that? No, exactly. of course not. Yeah. No, okay. Here's the rationality crazy stuff. behind it. Is right, like, right. Once all that stuff sold out, if you went on Ticketmaster to try and get tickets, there were still tickets available, but for 
ninety to a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, see, that's like that's, if you do that, that's ridiculous. You have, you have to admit that's, that's ridiculous. Ticketmaster's fault. Though. Yeah, like, you buy a house. <laughs> but here's the question: Did someone do it? There oh, had, for sure, uh, for sure. That's but only rich people. <laughs> no, rich people, I bet, rich people, I rich bet people. not rich people. I mean, you're I, telling me that a non-rich yeah. person's gonna spend a hundred thousand dollars on a you. ticket? The, there's some not people that are like. There, I've seen like again. There's like okay. I talked about like tier two, tier One three. One night. There's a tier four. Not the people that are like tickets. dangerously obsessed. These yeah. videos were like she comes on stage and they start screaming and crying. Okay, like, Those I... people would buy it. They would sell their house just to see her. They'll bow down and be like Taylor. I, I would not sell my house. I'll say that. I saw a TikTok where it was this. It was this one guy. <laughs> no, but it was this one We've guy. Come <laughs> we come to that. We come to. I wouldn't sell Maybe my house. A car. <laughs> Maybe pawn off my mom. But Maybe a liver. I don't know. <laughs> I okay. would give away my car, not my house. That's the that's line. I, that's the line I draw. <laughs> okay, but like, I saw this one TikTok where this guy was like, to the girl who just paid my entire college tuition and bought my heiress ticket. Thank you so much. I'm like, I don't know how these people are doing that. Wait, but someone bought your ticket? No, I oh, like a guy on TikTok. Play. He like he posted a TikTok. And it said to the girl that just bought oh. my Eras tour ticket and paid for my entire college tuition. Thank so, you so much. Wait, wait, so they did both. They got enough money to do both. Or no, it? no. Like he's not going to the concert anymore because a girl offered him like oh, thousands and thousands I of dollars. Oh, I see. I get it. Like, okay. So he that. traded his college tuition no. for the ticket. Well, no, no, or, no, no. He had a ticket and it was worth so much to this girl that he can use that money to pay for his college. Yeah. That's which, so the girl paid him for the ticket, <laughs> yeah. and she paid him enough money to pay for college. <laughs> that might be like two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> depends which college is going. Depends. I hope it was like oh some D three piece of shit school. <laughs> I mean, it's it's insane though. It Wait, do you know insane. what college she went to? Or no, she like went it was just a random like thing I saw online. Like. Okay, okay, but I mean, props to that guy, man. Like, I, I mean. Would you refuse that? Okay, let's oh, say no. No, no, no. <laughs> like, yeah, like if you had front row tickets to Taylor Swift, front row, and you didn't, and spend some money girl came lot. up to you saying, "I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars for this ticket," are you saying no? No, I would absolutely do yeah, that. Deal. And then book the next concert and buy That's like a one thousand well, dollars no, ticket. Not even that. <laughs> it's like I can probably find someone that would sell it to me for like five thousand dollars. Exactly. Sit in the highest bowl. It's exactly. Like, I would do that for sure. Yeah. That's but true. then again. I would never have that opportunity because I bought $150 tickets. <laughs> I mean, at one point, I bet that $150 ticket was worth way more than that. Oh, I'm sure I could have sold it for a bunch of money, that's but... Just, just make I, profit. You should have bought a bunch of them. You could have made, <laughs> a, made a profit. You could have. No, when I that told you, been crazy. I was, like, blacked out trying to buy these tickets because I was so stressed. No, I was just, like, stressed. You're not 21 yet, Angela. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you're down not, not with alcohol, okay? Just with... Just with absolute emotion over yes. Taylor Swift. He gets it. <laughs> no, see, oh. I, I, see, I see a marketing plan, Josh. I, I see a marketing plan. Next Taylor Swift concert, we buy out the whole concert. But then we just sell all the tickets ourselves. You just need to find, find a person. There has to be some kind of legality thing to that. Because if, if, if it wasn't, if this was legal, then why isn't everyone doing it? It's pretty obvious. Like, you know, for games. Mm -hmm. and I mean, it's just morally wrong. <laughs> so? so? <laughs> is it? Is it really morally wrong? You're going to anyway. buy the ticket and pay that anyways. <laughs> You're just giving it to me instead of a company. Boom. Problem That's solved. True. That's true. Props That's, to uh, me for I thinking of the idea. 90,000. That's like, oh my god. 90,000 is absurd. No, <laughs> the, I think, I don't think there's like, 
how much are like season tickets to the best like sports team? Man, I they don't gotta even be know. like. That's probably equal price. One ticket or how many no, like season, seats? Like season and front right row. season. They're, how many seats? They're probably six, they're six, one seat. One seat. They're probably six figures. Ooh, Sometimes. I don't know about that. It's so, like you get to go to this over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Versus one time for a few True. hours. So that shows the analogy between sports teams and this. Who's more obsessed? Okay, but really not that many people are buying. The fact that one like person is. Obsessed. I mean, were, were the was the front row empty? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she go up to the front row and be like, how much money did you spend to be here? Just like interview. How much money did you spend to be here? Three hundred thousand. <laughs> how did you afford I to be here? I'm homeless. <laughs> <laughs> at least I got to see Taylor. <laughs> what? At least I got to see Taylor. Exactly. I got to see Taylor. I mean, I'm in debt and I'm never going to be able you to pay You in the off, interview, but... you're like, I don't, actually, I don't actually like her that much. They look at you just like a demon. They start attacking you. <laughs> clawing your <laughs> eyes out. How dare are you? Are you sure it was worth it? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? <laughs> Of course, Taylor's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Okay. No, like, she's some, like, 40-year-old mother in the front row. Yeah, I, I sold my kids. <laughs> and I uh, I divorced my husband, took all of his money and just to be here. I lied about everything, and I sold my house. <laughs> yeah. But, it's because of those gift bags she gives. I'm telling you, that's all. Yeah. What, okay, what do you think one thing about the singing industry that should change? Because obviously a lot has changed over the years since, you know, the the prime Taylor Swift era versus now. What do you think one thing, what's one thing about the singing industry that needs to change? Hmm. This is a good question. Um, one thing. <laughs> yeah, one thing. Just one thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, the singing industry is harder to talk about that, but the theater industry. Okay. There's a lot. What's one thing that, that needs to change in the theater industry? Um, I would say that I, I just wish, I think I wish that people would recognize, like, what it takes to be a performer. Okay. Um, because they get paid next to nothing most of the time, and they work crazy sure. hours, put in so much effort, and, um... One thing that boggles my mind is mm-hmm. something called um, swings on Broadway. So people are swings for Broadway shows. And it's basically like you cover um, like five or so roles in the show. Okay. And at any point, um, they can put you on as one of those roles. And you just have to like go on and do it without yeah. having like practiced it. Um, you just have to do that stuff on your own. Like, there's this guy on TikTok um, called J.J. Neiman. He's, like, he's an, a Broadway actor, and he just got cast in uh, Back to the Future. And he is, like, an understudy or a swing. And he just went on for, like, the lead role without ever having, like, practiced it. Mm-hmm. He was, like, he showed a TikTok of him a few hours, like, before when he just found out. He was, like, sitting backstage. Someone was, like, doing his makeup and hair he was watching the screen of um dance choreography he had never learned before while also simultaneously running lines with one of the actors in the show and it's like people just go out there and do that stuff like some people are made for that and i think it's like crazy and most people just don't even like know about most of the stuff that people have to do um in broadway shows um so i don't know Keep seeing live theater and supporting actors. That's what I would say. Okay. <laughs> um, Interesting. That's solid, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, because most of the time when people think acting industry, they, just, they think of the lifestyles of, like, the top of the top. And, you know, they live right. in luxury. They don't have to, like, they have, like, busy schedules. But at the same time, they have, like, 18 people to help them. Yeah. And you think right. the average person, 
No, they have the same busy schedule. Absolutely nobody to help them. Yeah. So then right. their life is just overwhelmed. And that's like another thing is that um, people think that you have to be like famous to be a successful um, actor or like okay. Broadway performer. And that's not true. Like people can be understudies and ensemble their entire lives without people knowing their names or being famous. And they make a great living. Um, which, yeah. It's like when people say like, oh, are you going to be on Broadway? Like, I kind of hate when people would say that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate it because it's like, I hope so. But it's like, you don't have to be the lead in every Broadway show to be successful. Like, you don't have to be rich and famous yeah. to make that your career. I mean, it is a really hard career, obviously. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, that. Every but. career has a certain degree of difficulty, I feel like, in its own way. Well, yeah. For sure. There's nothing, like, you know, being trying to be, like, a professional athlete versus trying to be a... A theater star is about the same difficulty, I would say. Different there's different like, way to get there. Different it. way to get there, likeness. but still the same amount of struggle, I think. Because yeah, you're still competing likeness. against a lot of people mm -hmm. to be the best or one of the best at a yeah. certain category, just like sports. Yeah. And it's, it's hard yeah. it's hard to fall in the middle and still be able to make like a yeah. decent like decent living for yourself or and, stay and relevant right. stay relevant too yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i think happens. that's like another big thing is i was looking at it and i was like i don't want something i love to be turned into something i need to survive basically okay. like if i can't get cast in any shows and i can't pay my bills like i think sometimes people will like romanticize or glorify like living in a tiny new york apartment yeah and like barely paying rent and like doing what they Nowadays, love that is a lot of rent yeah <laughs> it is a lot of 3K rent. A month. Uh, living in a shoebox like 3k yeah. um yeah. but i just realized that i don't want to rely on something because that i love because i will start to resent it mm -hmm. yeah, if that makes true. sense that makes sense yeah and i was like i i just like I'm not the kind of person that can do that. I need something stable. Mm -hmm. And I also just, like, have so many interests. Like, I love – I actually, like, really like school and, like, mm -hmm. learning. And so I just can't, like, stick with this one thing because um, I see people that love it so much that are meant to do it. And it's like, mm -hmm. that's not me. All right. It's that time. It's gotten to that time of the podcast. <gasps> about that time. It's time for conspiracies. What? Josh, do you have one? All right, Angela. What do you think about Taylor Swift being part of the Freemasonry? No. <laughs> okay, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Oh my god. That's ridiculous. Wait, wasn't the Freemasons only guys? I don't think so. Or weren't they like I some kind of No, that's like, the Bohemian Grove people. I thought they were like a sexist group. Mm. Not like that wasn't their only thing, but like I, I thought think, they were very against women. I don't think so. You I sure? think they include women. Oh, okay. I'm I, think sure. I thought like, they didn't. I thought it was like guys like, and then like higher ups. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I, don't, I think in that degree, they don't discriminate. So, like, there's a theory that most, like, there's a ton of Freemasonry involved in the music industry. That's why I asked about Taylor Swift. I mean, how would you explain Is her she relevancy? Involved? You know, because she's a fan. They get these little letters in the mail, so she would know. How well, would you explain her re her relevancy? Exactly. See, okay, yep. I know oh. that I appear biased, but even if this is a thing and artists are a part of it, I don't think she would be one. Just because... She it's was interesting popular. that you would say she that. She would say that. She would well, say that. You know why? She's been mm -hmm. popular. She's an acolyte. Like, like oh. you know, she she was famous after her first couple albums, mm -hmm. you know? and I wonder who she has to thank for that. I wonder. <laughs> I mean, but you can, like, look it up and, like, literally see how everything happened. You know what I mean? Like, Fine. I don't think, like, the devil came to her. And but was, like, <laughs> is she a part of the Illuminati? 
Um, I am going to say no. Yeah, but I would say that, yeah. would say that <laughs> probably about anyone I liked just because I'm scared. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So. She doesn't want to be a fan of a Freemason. I guess so. I can't say, I which is why either. I'm not a fan of um, Travis Scott. He's definitely a, he's definitely involved like a in it. Fan of he definitely. He's pretty suspicious, not going to lie. That was suspect. a little bit suspicious. A lot. Well, I mean, the, most of the rap industry is pretty suspicious. Yeah, yeah. that's they true. Get, I think they get manipulated a lot with that kind of stuff. They probably more so than others. Well, maybe that's why maybe. Tupac and Juice World are chilling on an island right now. You never know. Maybe. maybe. That was their thing. You know Juice World was actually my age? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. I yeah, thought he, at the time, I thought he was a little bit older than me, but he was the same age as me. Crazy. Maybe you yeah. need to start your rap career. Oh, I do, man. Anyway, so we I just got, gotta yeah. start talking about girls. Well, she gave us our girls. answer that we needed. That you know, she's yes. lying about it. But of course. Oh. So anyway, <laughs> okay. what's your uh, what's your, all right, Jack? You, your turn. All right. Um, so you're, the, you're the person. What should I ask this time? Hmm. What? Hmm. What would you say is like your favorite conspiracy theory? Are you involved? That's related to I mean, something enough time about on, aliens. You, you spend enough time on TikTok. You got to come across one or two. Um, honestly, I'm just not a big conspiracy theory person. If you really want to know, um, my favorite theory is that uh, Chuck E. Cheese reuses their pizza slices. Are they still around? That's true. I believe. Are they st- I thought they banked Chuck E. Cheese? They no, they're still around. Not as often. <laughs> not not as prevalent. Not as prevalent as before. I don't but know. I don't really like have. That's um, confirmed though. It's a longer favorites. conspiracy. I mean, I guess. So I don't know. What do you mean re? Oh, like, like they they take it from people's plates. Yeah, and, like, yeah. I think that's confirmed. I think somebody like I think someone made a YouTube video about that one yeah. time. Yeah. I mean. Okay. It's likely. So what do you think about? Now this would probably have been about three weeks ago from when this podcast posts. But how about the congressional hearing? <laughs> oh shit. Did you even hear about it? Um, the congressional hearing. It was like two days ago at this point, so. I know nothing about that. Really? Actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, three. He's busy with Three life. military appointed uh, officers, uh, some former, uh, went to Congress, like the Congress uh, of the United States, mm-hmm. and confessed that they knew about aliens and that we have them. We have the ships, we have the bodies, we have a program set in place in the United States that. Uh, controls all of it, and it's all a secret that's been kept from uh, not the whole government, right? Just like Congress. Or, it's like a secret government program it. that not all of the government knows, but they went to Congress and said it, and all these senators and everything, and they were asking about it. And they, I think it's actually perfect that you're here because it'd be about if like your dad went up and did right. that. That's would so you, true. Would you buy it? <laughs> um, yes. If you didn't know him as your dad. Oh, it's like it's like that equivalent of like that's, that's this a, the trust hard because I think people this is my whole thing we talked about like the other day is that uh, people attribute too much guaranteed um, reliability upon because they have the position in the military. Okay, I think okay. The, I think that just because they're in the military doesn't like make them necessarily the most credible person that right. we should just take the word for it. Interesting. I mean, I I think like regardless of my dad's opinions, I. I would agree with that, like, that, like, mm-hmm. the government has, like, known and has, like, a special... So you think like, that they're telling the truth? Yeah. Okay. I do, but also, like, my dad has said things like that before, and, like, I don't know, my dad's a pretty smart guy, 
Uh, so, like, if he said anything, I'd probably believe him. The thing is, <laughs> in, I don't think intelligence has anything to do with this situation. It's more of, do you believe that the government has them or do you believe that they don't? Because, I mean, there's no way that your dad could possibly know that. That's no, the I thing. know. I believe yeah, I maybe. do. I'm just saying, like, separately, like, I think... Since I just know my dad to be smart, I know he's mm-hmm. not going to believe in something that's stupid. So if he well, the only this. reason I likened it to that is just like to make it more relatable. Of like these yeah. these are just people at the end right. of the day. Right. This is a person. Well, it's not someone that's like you know has the super like the like in, like a mind that can comprehend more things than we can. It's just a well, person. it's not even that. They're just saying that aliens are real and well, that we have them. But which like is people a look at that it. We've all had. I well, I know, but they did that a few. Like this guy did an interview a few years ago right. saying the same thing. Not so years. Was Recently, it, it was, was like this year, year. I think I think it was last year. Rush. I, it was either last. But year either or this way, year. so like people have been saying, so like he, they're just doing it again. This time it's before Congress, which people also put too much faith into because yeah. how many times have people lied before Congress? That's I mean, true. like you could list like a dozen times just recently. Like I mean, the like CEOs, uh, congressmen just lie, lie, lie. So the fact that it's before Congress doesn't necessarily right. mean anything. I think that we've come to an understanding of like either like do you believe it could be true or a lie? Both of them? I think that he could believe what he says to be true. That's okay. my thing. For me, I think it could be truth or a lie because I, I don't know if... I mean, you've watched some of the podcasts. We've talked about Project Bluebeam before where the government is going to fake or the world is going to fake an alien way. invasion to be to be able to create a one-world government. So it's either that... <laughs> no, no, no. So think about this buildup because you don't know much about this, so this would be interesting for, for a reaction. So it's either that they're telling the truth or... The motive for them lying would be to set up that people know that we have aliens and that it, they are around. And the fact of that would be it would be easier to convince the public of an alien invasion if it were to come to pass. Just like in the Spider-Man movie with the with the drones where you create uh, an illusion, right? Uh-huh. If they created an illusion of an alien invasion, what would create a one world government? A common em- enemy, so be the easiest. That's way. the thing is like that. This would be the first step into it because people are going to be skeptical about oh aliens are just invading. But if we start leading into it of like aliens are real, we have them. Whatever, just it's going to be easier to convince the public that oh wow aliens are invading. We knew about this. Um, it's one of the two for me. See, I'm going to choose not to believe that because that's fine. Yeah. it scares me. Right. It's <laughs> <So. laughs> scary. Yeah. But that's so. the thing is like that, like, I think those are two very logical possibilities. It's either they're telling the truth or they're lying to set this up. Well, I think it could be both, though. That's my thing. No, because if they're saying, if they're saying it as a lie, a, what other motive well, do they have? Well, see, the even better option is that this guy's yeah. unknowingly a pawn and he doesn't know it. So he he is being deceived into seeing this and believing it to be true when there's someone above him that is deceiving him. So then he has even more conviction to tell people this. And then he's able to spread that idea throughout the public. So then the only people who know that it's a lie are very few. So are you talking about like um, that maybe that he believes it to be true because the person above him wants to set up Bluebeam? Yeah. Okay. So then still I understand that completely. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my thing. That's I think, my point, too. I think I don't... he could be fully convicted that what he saw was what he said he saw. I don't think he's the leader of the Project well, exactly. Bluebeam theory. So but I'm just saying I think somebody is setting that up if Grush thinks that to be true or is no or knows that he's lying. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, hmm. but anyway. 
Yeah. Is that, is that conspiracy? I think that that's a good like conspiracy session. But uh, are you ready to wrap it up? Do you I mean, want, do you want us to wrap it up, or is there know. anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, I don't know if there's anything in particular, just like board college, because I feel like we didn't touch. Do you want to talk a little bit more? We um, can talk more about college. Yeah. True. So, I guess like, what would you say? Uh, I have a question in mind, but I'm trying to see how to hmm. how to ask it. Like. As a girl in college, I feel like this is like this is a good talking point. I've seen a lot of mm-hmm. podcasts talk about this stuff, but like mm-hmm. as a girl in college, what would you say are like some of the difficulties of being a girl in college besides like you mentioned before going out and stuff? Mm-hmm. Like do you get a lot of uh obviously like walking at night might be something mm-hmm. a little bit freaky. Yeah. Um maybe not for all girls, but for some like you're, I mean, you're a smaller girl. So. It should always be in yeah. the back of your mind. Though. It should it always should. be. Even I mean, if you're a guy. Of course. Yeah. It should be on everyone's mind, but it's like a scary reality. You have mm-hmm. to face that if you're a girl um, and you're walking alone at night. You should never be doing that, yeah. actually. But yeah. like, That's so you true. You should be with someone. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's like another sad reality you have to face that generally, like on college campuses, you have to be pretty safe because, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. I don't know if I should talk about this. Well, um, I will. Okay, so I will. It was like my first, like literally, like my first week of college, maybe second, and I was very much faced with that scary reality mm. because it's like everyone tells you not to like walk alone and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, um, what's it called? Um. It's hard to explain how I got into the situation, but it was uh-huh. like my friend knew this person. And so basically she was like walking home alone at night, um, alone. And this guy followed her back mm. and things okay. did not go well. Um, so she ended up not coming back to school or like moving to dorms or something. Oh, but, wow. So like I had to, I like helped um, their family like move out all of her stuff. And yeah. it was just like so like, horrible to just, like, hear that things like that happen. Um, I think she was, like, a freshman. And yeah. it's just, like, your, like, first week of college. Yeah. It's, like, terrible that that stuff has to happen. But yeah. um, it's something you have to be aware of. That Sorry, that was, like, dark and sad. Um, no, I mean, it's the truth. Of I mean, but, yeah, it's kind of, like, what I was leading into. The I fact mean, that it doesn't the, get talked about enough is why, it like, that true. contributes right. to it happening. Because if you don't have that attitude in the back of your mind, like, I remember during my semester – there was a few times where the girls would be like, no, we'll just walk back. We're like, no, you're it's, not walking back. I think I was with you when that happened one time. Yeah, they yeah. like, we had to go take a bus to get, because they were just going to like walk home, like right. two of them. Like, oh, there's two of us. Okay. And you're both yeah, like, like five foot, yeah. weigh, like a hundred right. pounds. No, you're not walking. Like, they, because. It's not just college. It's the whole No, it's I know, world, but it, college yeah. is, is a special college. breeding yeah. ground because you got drunk people. Yeah. You got people that are in like their peak of youth and stupidity and also like uh, just you know, their minds are, like, they, they're less, if, if they have an inclination to do bad, it's just starting to fester at right. that time in it's life. It's, like, the most, like, and aggressive so, age. Exactly. Like, someone yeah. that's 50 is going to be a lot less than someone who's, like, 22. Definitely. Just because of right. their stage in life is going to be more inclined to give in to those really evil urges. So, right. And yeah. it's, like, people are do bad things when they're stupid. And also, I feel like no one discusses how many people die on college campuses mm-hmm. from doing, like, stupid so stuff. Yeah. It's like, there were, like... I, the, okay, you know, like, the e-scooters? There have been, like, multiple people from my school that have just, like, died riding what? the e-scooters. Josh, Colin, 
<laughs> Callan rode a how e-scooter. Do you, how do you die? Like, car crash? Yeah, how I do mean, you die? Yeah, like, car crash, yeah. Yeah, like, hit, cars hit you. I think there is, like, one guy who is... I, I feel, like, bad. It's not like I know any of them, but it just feels mm-hmm. sad to say, but, like, one of... There was, like, a freshman who I think was, like, drunk and just was, like, mm. riding an e-scooter and, like, oh, no. ran into a rock or something and, like, oh, wow. just died. Oh, and, like, wow. It's so sad. Like, so many people just die on college campuses, and I feel like we need to be more aware most of it. Of because, I mean, like, alcohol-related. Yeah, you, most like, of it's alcohol-related. Yeah. At that age, like, people think they're invincible. Yeah. People True. People think they can, like, do stupid stuff, like, walk home alone. It's like, I have, I have friends that are like, that stuff, like, it'll be fine. I'll just walk yeah. home. I do it all the time. It's like... You shouldn't, though, because <laughs> yeah. you don't think that stuff is going to happen to you, and then it does. Yeah. yeah. I mean... That's why, like, when uh, you were yeah, in, like, Brooklyn, to... you're like, oh, it's fine. I was walking at night alone <laughs> as a white guy. No. I'll be fine. I knew the situation yeah. was if bad. If you do it multiple... Eventually, you're, oh, you're, no. you're just testing the ground. Oh, trust me. I, yeah, yeah. Of course, um, I was testing the ground. If you did it, like, week after week, by the third week... Then you no, get stabbed. It wasn't only that. I was also holding a one thousand dollar camera you in see, my that's hand. That's stupid. I was, but the the way I went about it was like you have to act like you know where you are, and you have to act like have a tough look on your face. Like yeah, when I was walking, by six dudes. it was at night. It was <laughs> so, like one a.m. in Brooklyn, in the bad part of Brooklyn. Uh, and my friend Trent can back me up with this because he knew he knows that it was in a worse part. It was a lot of people on the street, whatever. Uh, I mean, I've seen that before, so I wasn't that worried, but I mean, in the back of my head, I was like, okay, if the worst happens, what do I do? But walking through the street at night by myself, you know, in a, in a bad neighborhood, uh, just had to have it back in the back of my mind, but I still had to go back to his place, which wasn't that far from it. It was just that I was getting off the subway and then, uh, coming back onto the main street, uh, above, you know, on the on the street, uh, just a lot of people like looking at me and like, I, I know in my head, all I could think about was if I let my guard down or started looking around, like I didn't know where I was, I knew that immediately I was going to regret it. So that's why I had to make sure I kept like a straight face on, act like I know where I was, try to like have my shoulders back and everything. Cause I'm six foot five. I do have that to at my advantage is that unless you have a weapon, it it, yeah. it would be hard to take me down. I promise you that. Yeah, you get if it dudes. if it's life on the line, or if you try six to take dudes. my camera or phone or wallet, I promise you, I will do my best to keep you away. I know, from me. but you got like six dudes, you know, you're screwed. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, just, you gotta be, especially just like lately in America, you gotta be extra cautious yeah. with that kind of stuff. Just always like, you know, like you said, just don't do certain things, even exactly. if like you've done it before, don't do it. Yeah. Stop. Ubering is always better. Yeah. Than yeah. walking. And don't home Uber alone. alone. Ubering also. can be dangerous too as a girl. It can, but yeah. it's safer. It's than safer, walking. yeah. Of course. So but, spend that money, girl. Yeah. If you need to. <laughs> All right. You gotta well, have like guy friends to walk you home. That's always what we did yes. in Illinois. Yeah. That is something. Find a group of dudes that are like, look, look at least a little bit large. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. Right. All right. Well, it's time to wrap it up. Camera's overheating anyway, yeah. so <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyways, thanks. Thank you guys for watching the Young Blood Squared podcast again. Uh, make sure you check out our TikTok. Also, for our listeners, we're on YouTube. If you want to see the visuals, and for the watchers, we're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Anytime you want to watch, podcasts come out every two weeks. Uh, all the links would be down below. Thank you, Angela, for joining us. Uh, her socials will be down below as well. If you want to go follow her, and yeah, keep an eye out for the podcast clips as always. But I'm your host, Jack. I'm Josh. 
And that was Youngblood Square Podcast. Peace. Woo.